This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Is there a better option than Social Security to fund the retirement of Americans? One financial expert thinks so. It starts with a small investment when a child is born and grows through their lifetime. The only way we can grow true wealth from very small deposits is by letting the money sit there untouched for decade after decade after decade. Then, what's the best source of renewable power generation? Solar, wind, or something else? The answer may surprise you. We'll hear from an expert. With solar, we get solar generation when it's sunny outside. With wind generation, we tend to get more generation in the middle of night hours, and that affects what it offsets as well. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Our next guest says he knows the solution to America's retirement crisis in two words, baby bonds. Here to explain is Rick Edelman, who heads up Edelman Financial Services, and he's the author of several personal finance books. Rick, many experts say baby bonds could solve the money problems of countless Americans in old age. What exactly are baby bonds? Well, there are a variety of proposals that address this issue, Chris. And in a sense, baby bonds are a way to set money aside for a child as young as a newborn that they don't touch until some point in the future. Some of these proposals are designed to help the baby save for college in 18 years, others to help them buy a house, buy a home in 25 or 30 years. My proposal, the Trust Fund for America, is designed to leave the money alone until the baby reaches retirement. And would this replace Social Security or be an add-on to it? It's meant to be a supplement to Social Security, and there's a really important reason why. Social Security is a hugely successful program and also incredibly popular for good reason. It is providing a key amount of income to virtually all American retirees, and the average check is about $1,500 a month. The program is guaranteed. It is predictable. It has been flawlessly operating ever since it was invented in 1935, and there's no reason to touch it in any way whatsoever. But the way that the social security system works is such a way that the rate of return by definition is very low. That's how you get the high level of safety. The rate of return is low. In my proposal, the TFA, the Trust Fund for America, I'm proposing to raise a separate bucket of money and have that money invested in the financial markets, generating a more competitive rate of return as provided by the global financial marketplace. And as a result, it's able to produce a significantly higher amount of income for people, but it's not as guaranteed risk-free as Social Security, so it's a perfect companion program. So under your proposal, Rick, where does the money come from to buy the baby bonds? 
Well, the real key to this is how do you come up with the money? Because my proposal has us setting aside $7,500 for every baby born in America. Now, that's about 4 million babies a year. You add it all up, and we're talking about $29 billion that we have to come up with. And we have to do that every single year because we have 4 million babies every single year. Well, there's no way Congress is going to foot that kind of a bill. They couldn't afford it, even if Congress wanted to do it. So where do we come up with $29 billion? It's real simple. We'll sell securities. We'll sell baby bonds. And investors will buy these bonds that will earn a rate of return very similar to what they get in double E savings bonds. And the money will be placed into an account where it'll get invested the way that pension assets are invested for American workers. This way, it doesn't cost Congress a dime. It doesn't cost taxpayers anything at all. It is completely self-funded by the program. And it operates very similarly to how our nation's pension plans work. The big difference You get to start at birth instead of having to wait until the child is working in their 20s. We're talking with Rick Edelman of Edelman Financial Services about his proposal to help seniors retire with some money. Rick, people are living longer and longer these days, and 100 might be the average lifespan by the time this comes along the pike. Is this proposal designed to keep paying people who live to age 100? It is. And that's a really key point, Chris, for the reason you cited. We know that life expectancy has been dramatically increasing for the past 150 years. Back in 1900, life expectancy was 47. Today, life expectancy is 86. This is a brand new phenomenon. Never before in human history has this ever happened. If you go back to the American Revolution, half of all the colonists were under the age of 23. So this is why people got married in their teens, had children in their early 20s. They were going to be dead by 30. And it's only the recent advent of medical technology, public health care, the advent of clean water, clean food, antibiotics, medical science, that we have been dramatically able to reduce infant mortality, increase and expand life expectancies. The leading causes of death in the 1800s involved diseases like pyemia or syphilis. I've never even heard of those, yet they were the leading causes of death 150 years ago. We've eradicated cholera and dysentery. We know what those are, polio, but we've eradicated them. Today, the leading causes of death are cancer and diabetes. Well, we're going to eradicate those as well over the next 50 years. And that means we can reasonably expect people to be living well beyond age 86, the current life expectancy. And so, yes, this program is designed to provide income to retirees all the way to age 100. Now, we're dealing with the pandemic, and that has had a tremendous financial impact on many Americans. With the baby bonds proposal, would there be a way to perhaps draw out money if you're in a desperate situation? The way I've designed it is no. It's meant only for long-term retirement. It is possible that Congress could alter this proposal to allow for that. And this is the difference between my solution and other proposals that are available that have been talked about in academic circles. There are some proposals, for example, that allow the money to be used to pay for college or to buy a home or to start a business. And here's the crux of the issue. The key to the program, the reason that it works is the power of compounding. The only way we can grow true wealth from very small deposits is by letting the money sit there untouched 
for decade after decade after decade. In my case, 70 years, seven decades. If you tap into the money sooner than that, such as 18 years for college, less than two decades, or to buy a house at age 30 only after three decades, the power of compounding can't do its thing. It doesn't have enough time to work. And as a result, the account balance will be dramatically less. So the only way to accumulate enough money is to let the money grow an incredibly long period of time. Nobody has really ever tried to grow money for 70 years. Well, there's been one exception, but other than that, no one's ever done it. And so, sure, you could tap into the money to deal with a current economic crisis like COVID at the moment or the 2008 credit crisis. But if you do that, you're going to dramatically erode the future value of the account, and it's not going to deliver on its promise of providing retirement security. We've all heard about Washington and the politicians who said, oh, Social Security is in a lockbox. But would this big pile of money be irresistible to the politicians at some point, and they might want to borrow from it? Well, it's theoretically possible, I suppose, but at the same time, there are big buckets of money in pension plans and IRA accounts and Roth IRAs, brokerage accounts and bank accounts all over the country. Congress has never suggested any inclination to raid those accounts either. I think that there is a fundamental attitude of fairness. And for these programs to continue, for Americans to have confidence in their willingness to put their money into these programs, such as a 401k or a pension plan, even Social Security, I think it's politically reasonable that Congress will keep their hands off. If someone is listening to us talk about this and wants to maybe help to make this happen, what could a listener do? Well, you can go to our website at edelmanfinancialengines.com and you can learn more about the Trust Fund for America and share it with your elected representatives in the House and the Senate and encourage them to pass legislation making this federal law. Rick Edelman, who heads up Edelman Financial Services, and he's written a number of very popular personal finance books. Rick, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, Chris. Thank you. Next, what's the best source for renewable energy generation? That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 